Blurred up, blurred up. Welcome to the show where we talk about nerd culture from a BPOV, a black POV. I am your host, Brendan, along with Lady Mel. Say what's up. Hello, what's up, everybody? Uh, if you want to find us on Facebook, we are at facebook.com slash B-L-E-R-D-U-P. Mm-hmm. We're also on Instagram at B-L-E-R-D dot U-P. And we are on Twitter at B-L-E-R-D-U. That we are. Today we're going to talk about Aquaman. Oh, wh- what? I thought we were talking about Mary Poppins. Did I see the wrong movie? Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm just playing with you. I'm sorry. I was holding that in this whole time. I'm sorry. I kind of want to see that movie though. I do too, actually. I heard, I heard pretty good yeah, things about it. Yeah, I think I'd like it more than Aquaman. Uh, it was <coughs> <coughs> sorry, hey, sorry. Yo, okay, yo, moving yo, on, yo, moving yo, on. Yes, you know, yes. It where could where be great. Where you never know. Yeah. Okay. Know. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. As usual, we're going to talk about the good things. We're going to talk about the bad things. Mm-hmm. And for this show, we're going to talk about where it ranks for us in the DCEU, and mm-hmm. then we'll go into the spoilers for a little minute. Awesome. Right? Okay. We will warn you. Yes, we will. So let's get started. So the immediate good thing for me was just how beautiful this movie is. It was. Yes, totally. So James Wan, mm-hmm. he said on Twitter that about 90% of this movie was shot in IMAX. Mm, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. And it shows. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch this in IMAX, but I know if I did, I would have had, at least on a visual level, a much greater experience. Yeah, there were some amazing yeah. scenes in this movie. It was really gorgeous. I'm not a gamer at all, like I, but I remember thinking during some of the underwater scenes, if I was a gamer, I would love to play this as a game. I would yeah. love to just exp- have a chance to explore this world. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I mean... Just diving into Atlantis mm-hmm. felt like going into Wakanda. Yeah, yeah. It was very complex world building in the visual sense. Mm-hmm. But I actually thought, even though Wakanda meant something more special to me because of who I am, mm-hmm. and honestly, just the score from Black Panther is just easily superior to Aquaman, mm-hmm. that just added to just how amazing going into Wakanda was. Mm-hmm. But from a visual standpoint, I think going into Atlantis was better. It was it was really? just beautiful. Hmm, there interesting. There was they showed that that bridge. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it almost felt like like Blade Runner in a sense of just how neon it was, mm-hmm. but it was underwater and mm-hmm. there's just so much happening. Or it felt kind of felt like a Coruscant from the uh, the Star okay, Wars prequels. Yeah, I could see that. But yeah. just even this looked better to me. Yeah, I I don't know that I think it looked better than Wakanda, but I think it did look really good. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. well Wakanda. I'm I'm cutting out necessarily like the fight scenes or them dancing around showing off different kinds yeah. of culture. I mean, just going mm-hmm. like just right. driving mm-hmm. through the city of Wakanda. Right. Yeah. I mean, I can't really name or like yeah. recite anything specific from Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Just the idea of just going from going into this forest field, this image of a forest into mm-hmm. Wakanda, and just seeing just how futuristic it was. Was okay. was just a great feeling, but yeah. they spent a lot more time in it. Mm. Like, yeah, it was much more detailed. Um, I guess there was just a, a depth to Wakanda that you didn't really get with Aquaman. I, in my opinion, it sure. was very visually interesting, but there wasn't enough to hook you into the visuals. Sure, uh, I kept kind of the visuals were really intriguing, but also it kind of annoyed me at points because there were parts in the visuals where I was like, what is that thing over there? Go look at that thing. What is that thing? And they never saw what it was because they were busy following something that I didn't think was as interesting. Totally. Even in Black so, yeah. Panther, mm-hmm. almost the soundtrack was a character, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's pumping you up and then 
when T'Challa gets off of the mm-hmm. of the ship, you yeah. have the guards waiting for him, mm-hmm. and even that's in itself is a cultural thing of of how exactly. they greet him. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I, I, I yeah, agree with you. Yeah, you don't really. You yeah, th- you don't get a sense of the culture of Atlantis, but you do. I mean, you get a really good visual perspective, but it doesn't really follow the right parts of that to give you a sense of what Atlantis is, aside from a pretty picture. Totally. Mm-hmm. Next, I think what was really cool about this movie that I had a complaint about with mm-hmm. Wonder Woman mm. is that it really gave you a good sense of his powers and it showed a number of feats that it really, you know, Aquaman's been a joke for a long time. They really showed why Aquaman is a character to be respected mm. from, I mean, he, he was pre- he's pretty much Superman underwater. He's literally flying underwater at high speed. Yeah, okay. He's in the trailer, he lifted up a large submarine and it wasn't like he was struggling or yelling about it. He just he just did it. Mm-hmm. He's bulletproof. He took yeah. like uh explosive to his yeah. body and he was fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, this dude is very durable, very strong. Mm-hmm. He talks to to sea life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. And the way that they mm-hmm. the way that they portrayed it in the film mm-hmm. it was fun definitely i think aquaman is definitely the kind of hero whose powers look much better when you see them as opposed to reading them sure never was a big aquaman comic reader read a few in preparation for the film but i mean uh, he looks he's a much more impressive character on the screen than he is on the page i'll say sure. it that way mm-hmm. if you can accept this take on aquaman jason lamoy definitely nailed the part uh yes he did i think uh, making him ethnic improved the character design um, an amazing amount. But again, it was all visual. I mean, you don't really get a sense of his culture as well. You do and you don't, but I'll save that for later. Sure. Um, but you uh, making him a a person of <sighs> making him of Pacific Islander descent on his human side improved the character design a lot. The tattoos, the long hair. The, I mean, just all of those things that you can do with an ethnic character that call to heritage that you couldn't do with a white character without it being a call to appropriation actually really improved the character design. And it was interesting that they never made any references to his orange shirt and green pants combo either. Like they really went for the ethnic character design, which I quite appreciated, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think all the performances across the board were fine. Yes, starting with Michael Beach, the Negro everyone loves to hate. Mm. Like I was really happy to see him in something new. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. cool. It was it was a small part. But it, it was, was cool. yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a necessarily weak link. Everyone did what they needed to do. Okay, that I'll take. Yeah, that I that I'll buy. My only complaint. Oh, you know what? We'll get to that. Yeah, later well, on. yeah. Oh, we <laughs> you guys were struggling. The pros first. The pros first. Okay. <laughs> the villains were fine. They were, actually. They were really well done. And uh, talking about the villains' origins, I don't really watch trailers or read stuff, so I don't know if talking about the origins of the, villains, of the villain now is a spoiler or not. Because uh, they made a really crucial change that I actually thought was a huge improvement from the comic in the film. Okay. Uh, can I talk about that? I don't know. I'll save it. I'll save it. Spoiler. We'll save it for spoilers. We'll save it for spoilers. And um, to be honest, mm-hmm. yeah. there really aren't any spoilers. Yeah, Honestly, it's a very predictable film. If you've seen mm-hmm. the trailer... You've seen this movie. If you've seen any other superhero film, you've seen this movie. True. Yeah. You. Yeah. I mean, the movie almost in the trailer goes beat by beat. I was the son of. Right. Of, <laughs> I, I was. I was born of forbidden love. 
mm-hmm. and then it shows you know Mira Amber Heard's character. We need you back. He goes back. Mm-hmm. I gotta fight. Mm-hmm. I fight. I gotta find this thing, mm-hmm. and then I have to stop the war. I mean, that's that's the movie. Right. What separates? I mean, we just reviewed Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Our most viewed uh, podcast. Thank you uh-huh. all very yeah, much thank for you your for support. Listening. Mm-hmm. What separates this is in the Spider Verse mm-hmm. movie, they also kind of give you the the plot of the movie in the trailer. They do. But the difference is in that movie, there's so many other things to discover from the jokes, the writing, and the action sequences, or and even the Easter eggs. That yeah. it's, it's just it's a very richly detailed movie. Yeah. But for Aquaman, if you've seen the trailer, you've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. And there's the promise of that rich detail, but they don't. It doesn't really come through. No. In, except for in a very few uh, instances. Yeah. But we'll get there. Sure. <laughs> some of the action, mm-hmm. some of the just from a cinematic standpoint, some of the things were very beautiful. Very much so. There was even a little horror element in one particular scene that I actually kind of yes, I think kind yeah. of screwed up in, in my trailer. Oh, totally. Yeah, like, oh, I know what you're talking okay. about. Yeah, there were Over definitely there? some scary moments, but that's also a call to something else. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't the guy who David Wan he did Saw, right? James Wan did James Saw. Wan, James Wan, James Wan. Sorry, he also did mm-hmm. The Conjuring. Right, so he's a horror guy. He's a horror, so I could s- I'm I was impressed that he was able to limit his horror scenes to only uh, two, three of the scenes really had the kind of horror feel to them. But he was really good at doing light and breezy stuff as well. Well, there's something interesting that you say that that his horror horror experience doesn't shine through, but it shines through in other ways, and mm-hmm. I'll I'll get to that a little later, mm-hmm. and that'll be kind of in the and the con territory. Okay. So which is where we're going now. Yes. Okay. Ooh, all right. So I'm, putting, I'm, I'm rubbing my hands strapping, together strapping. like Birdman right now. I've been waiting for this. All right. So you're going to hear this from probably every reviewer if you mm-hmm. read or listen, but it's, this movie is too long. Too long and too bloated. Exactly. I mean, we talked about there were two villains, but one of them really didn't needed to, to be cut out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either one, really. Yeah, exactly. Because they both, I mean, they both, essentially filled the, yeah they're both good but they filled the same role ultimately they're both good mm-hmm. and you could explore it explore them deeper exactly but yeah you just yeah. Uh, i mean they're both just there to make aquaman aquaman and either one of them could have done that you didn't need the two of them this was such a kitchen sink movie it really was they threw everything at it and they didn't get deep enough into the really good stuff like to it really was just, anything yeah exactly there was just so much there visually and so many allusions to things there's one thing that we'll talk about in the spoilers that i still it's still doing my head in. It just felt like mm-hmm. a movie full of compromise. Where yeah. I want to put this, this in there, but we can't mm-hmm. give this too much time and this too much time. Exactly. But none of the compromises were good. Like, no. it was just really frustrating. And yeah, I, like, I was make I started making the wrap it up, uh, the wrap it up hands. Wrap it up, B. Yeah, exactly. Like, about 30 minutes from the end of the movie. Like, how are they going to finish this in this amount of time? Oh, my God. Too much. Um, People started doing stuff, and I'm like, you got time for that? Really? Come on. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it was very predictable. Very. Mm-hmm. We'll get into the spoilers about that later, but of nothing, course. nothing surprised me in this Yeah, movie. not at all. There's mm-hmm. really only one spoiler, but there's really only one. But to be honest, if you the, when you, you know what's going to happen with that five, as soon as they show the title card of the movie, when they show you Aquaman, you know exactly what's going to happen Pretty and much. what the major spoiler is. If you've ever seen a movie before in your life. This movie just, it just feels corporate. Even though, mm, yeah. even though, let me don't get me wrong, I really commend James Wan and the visual mm-hmm. uh creative crew behind this movie a lot yeah but as far as them trying to set up sequels in this yeah. movie and oh we got to punch up the humor somehow oh, of course and yeah. we got to have all these acting it just felt like they were they were kind of corporate check boxes that they think audiences will like 
Yeah, it's a very typical DC film in that there's a lot of studio meddling and it's yeah. kind of a movie by the numbers and they sort of wind up doing the most and the least at the same time. Mm. Just w- they're really working way too hard to make it good without actually knowing what would make it good. Like they don't seem to think much about the actual fans of the comics yeah. or about people who are not at all familiar with these properties because there's all these random weird callbacks to things from the comic or things from the fandom and it's not the stuff that the fans really care about and it's stuff that just confuses people who have not who are not familiar with the property at all yeah. it's frustrating because dc does have cool characters and really interesting ideas look at batman i mean every batman movie prior to this new round of dc films has been watchable if not exactly good i mean i'm thinking of like the george clooney batmans those aren't good but they're watchable they're fun they're interesting i also mm-hmm. think dark knight rises is not very good Really? Yeah, y'all can y'all can let's just say that for another yeah, time. Okay, yeah, let's say that for another yeah, because we'll, we'll get there. But okay, wow, interesting. We'll talk about that yeah, one we'll, later. We'll yeah, h- h- talk. We'll talk about that on the Facebook page. Comments, comments, Uh-oh. please, people. Um, anyway, yeah, because I'll make some. By anyway, way, someone, mm-hmm. someone uh, was talking about you in, in Homecoming, but I don't want to go that route. What? Right. What? Someone hey. was was upset that you were hating on Homecoming. Ugh. Come at me hit me on the blurred up page anyway moving on um so yeah it's just it's a typical dc movie in that it just does the most and the least like mm. they're doing all the wrong right big things and all the wrong small things it's annoying it's it's they really could have made this mu- i was frustrated watching the film because i kept seeing all these opportunities for it yes. to be so much better yes. but they kept going for like these lowest common denominator ideas yes. and it just wasn't good it's really all these movies now mm-hmm. man of steel had so many good ideas it was ambitious but they just dropped the ball. Yeah. Even BVS had some cool ideas and mm-hmm. visuals, but it just dropped the ball. Um, yeah, it just... Th- Wonder Woman, yeah. to me, mm-hmm. just... Everybody seems to love Wonder Woman, but for me, it was just okay. It was like, fine to me. Yeah, it was yeah. all right. I mean, it had a really strong... You know what it is? All of the DC movies are the same in this. They all have really strong starts. And then when you get to the end, the big villain reveals, the final battles, they just kind of run out of steam because they yeah. put everything into establishing... Yeah the wrong parts of the idea. Uh, Jason Momoa did a much better job of playing Aquaman than I thought he would. Yes. But you'd still, the way the characters were written, you don't really connect to anybody no in one. the script, except for out of like a lingering sense of familiarity, you know? Yeah, I really, I mean, Jason Momoa was good, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I it's eh. the act, it's because you know, they really did a good job casting. You know all these actors from other things. Sure. Randall Park is in the film and he doesn't have a big part, but I, I saw him and I thought, oh, Randall Park. Yeah, and I was expecting excited. him to do something interesting and his character wasn't very well written, but no. I was willing to give him a chance because it was Randall Park, and for Dolph example. Lundgren. Yeah, I did not recognize him. I had no idea who that Same. was until the end of the, to the end credits. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there were, it was really well cast in that sense. But that was what made the characters interesting, not the characters themselves. So let's, let's get to our next part. Before we get there, let's just, do you recommend this movie? No, if you if it happens to come on cable and you see it, good. But I wouldn't make an effort to see this film unless you're a huge Aquaman fan. And ha ha ha, there are no such things. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you are a huge Aquaman fan, I'm sorry. I just I've never met anybody like you before. Can I note? Yeah. When I went to the theater yesterday, mm-hmm. most of the audience were women. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Y- uh, yes, I will say this. That is 
probably the only reason why I saw this on opening night, mm-hmm. blurred up notwithstanding, uh-huh. is that I was like, you know what, Jason Momoa is going to be underwater wearing no shirt for most of the movie. I'm he here was. for that. He and was. I did find myself though saying at the most boring parts of the movie, like, why did he put his shirt back on? I didn't. I'm not here uh. to. I'm not here to watch <laughs> him talk. <laughs> right? So yes, that. So I think it definitely does have an eye candy quotient. A lot of women will be drawn to it just for that. I know for I sure. am. For sure. But. Uh, even that was not enough to sustain the movie for me (laughs) no no uh i also mm, man it's a beautiful looking movie Mm -hmm. it's kind of competently made from a story standpoint it hits beats it hits some check boxes but there's just something just missing and i really can't recommend this to you if you're a person who just cares about the visuals and the spectacle i know probably like a lot of teenagers will like this movie like you know a lot of teenagers drove the sales for suicide squad true yeah so if you're in that demographic you'll like this movie but if you're yeah for this movie and suicide squad i remember thinking while i was watching it if i was 16 i'd be all into this but i'm not so yeah (laughs) Yeah. exactly Mm -hmm. um but if you're a person who is more interested in character Mm. and just more streamlined yeah plot and yeah i think you'll you should probably just check this out probably rent it yeah. or download it when mm-hmm. it comes out wait for netflix and exactly cook cook mm. some food while you're watching yeah the movie. exactly put it on in the background it's interesting to look at but i wouldn't pay much attention to the plot or anything like yeah. that i just it feels like dc spends all their money on the visuals of their films and none on the writing yeah like they spend a lot of money making sure it looks good making sure it's got a really watchable cast and then the somewhere the story just gets dropped it feels like the people who are writing these films don't even really like what they're writing about like Mm. like the difference between this and like a spider-man for example is that the guys who wrote the spider-man film they are fans of spider-man they can you can tell they really love what they're working with but you never get that feeling with dc films well you know what Uh, i agree to an extent Mm -hmm. i go back to the pro of just how cool they made aquaman's powers look ah I didn't get to that in the cons. This is another issue I have with DC films, is that the power levels aren't consistent, right? Oh, it made sense in this film because in Justice League, Aquaman is not really Aquaman yet. He's not Aquaman, King of the Seas. He's just Aquaman, guy who lives in a lighthouse and occasionally swims around. Okay, fine. So he's not all super. He's not as super powered as he gets to be in this film. I get that, but the no- the thing that I noticed is that like there's a lot of stuff that happens to him. And it's like, so here's the issue with DC heroes. There's a, they're all way too super powered, the ones on screen. They're all way too powerful. Um, so you do find yourself thinking, why would anybody fight this person? Like, you just shot him in the chest with a laser. He's burned a little bit. He just got up and, like, slammed you into a building. Why would you fight him more? Right. Right? Like, you don't, they're all too powerful. And that was definitely an issue with, with Aquaman. Also, there's a part where he, and this is in the first 10 minutes of the movie. And I think it's in the trailer as well. He's pulling the submarine out of the water. Right. He does that really quickly and gives, a, a, like, if you know anything about submarines, he basically gave everyone in the submarine the bends <laughs> by pulling them up that <laughs> fast. I mean, so for a person who lives underwater, he doesn't seem to know much about the mechanics of underwaterness. There are some other yeah. kind of weird, why Why is this happening? Like, why yeah. do seahorses actually neigh like horses? <laughs> why do sharks actually roar like lions? Right, you know, exactly. Some, mm, exactly. How, how, is she, how, how can people smell other people underwater? 
And why is people's hair selectively wet? Mm. Okay. Like, so, yeah. It, 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 there's a lot of things. So anyway. So yeah. now we're going to go into where you rank this movie mm. with among the DCEU films. Oh, jeez. You first. Okay. I think I would put Wonder Woman first. Really? Okay. Like I said, I don't think Wonder Woman's a bad movie. Mm. It's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. I think just overall, just all the good things it checked off as far as streamlined story and character development and all that, I think overall it's just overall the best movie. Uh, Number two, I would probably say maybe Man of Steel as of right now. So far, I'm right there with you. I would agree. Yeah, Wonder Woman is the best because it had such a strong start, such good world building. The ending was a letdown, and yeah. ultimately, I'm not super into the idea of Wonder Woman as a character because she's. I, I want to like her, but the presentation of this film was just very. I'll say it. This is blurred up. It was very white feminist, so I wasn't yeah. really feeling it. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, but it was it was the best of the DC movies, and then Man of Steel was interesting to watch. I actually, Man of Steel and Wonder Woman are really close for me. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it's not like Wonder Woman's like way better than Man of Steel. It's yeah. they're neck and neck. Yeah, they are. I mean, it, they have the same issues essentially. Like it's the portrayal of the character was not hidden perfectly. Really strong beginning. The ending was like, oh, but wait a minute, what? Okay, right. yeah, same thing. But yeah. both very watchable movies. I'd say number three would be Aquaman. We are exactly the same so far. I agree. Yeah, because okay. mm-hmm. I mean, Aquaman is. I found myself saying this to my friend as we left the theater yesterday. Aquaman is good for a DC movie. If you compare it to, <clears throat> if you compare it to all the other. Uh, superhero movies that are out like all the way across the board it's not very good but if you compare it only to the six dc property movies the dc universe or multiverse or whatever it's called it's actually quite good it's fine yeah Yeah. so okay yeah i would say it would be number three number four uh batman v superman hmm hmm Number yeah. five would be Justice League. Uh, and number I, six yeah. would be Suicide Squad. I would flip Batman v Superman and Justice League, personally. It isn't I, like they're that... Yeah, they're, so again, they're not that different. But for me, Justice League edged it out just slightly because I liked the introduction of the rest of the Justice League. I, I liked that bit of the movie. Mm. Again, the whole... I mean, Batman and Superman are just boring characters at this point, the way that this DC universe is treating them. So the fact that they tried to... Fo- anything that focuses on them is always kind of a miss because they don't get them quite right. Uh, I think in Justice League, they really... Mm made Batman a joke and that's why I really didn't like yeah. that movie but, but BBS I, mm-hmm. he started out he was climbing the ceiling and scaring the cops I thought that was yeah. even though uh, even though mm-hmm. folks some people don't like that portrayal of Batman it was something mm-hmm. and there's At, nothing yeah. in Justice League that beats Batman in, in the warehouse I guess for me I'm real sensitive about Batman Batman was the only DC comic I consistently read okay. and occasionally still will read right I really like Batman as a character and I feel like the worst portrayal of him on film has actually been Ben Affleck. Not because of Ben Affleck and not because of the, again, the visuals are great. They make a lot of really good references, but they just kind of took, it's just too reductive in all the wrong ways. Again, the most and the least. Like how many more, when I went to go see Batman versus Superman, I said to the friend I went with, I said, listen, we do not need to see his parents get killed again. And what does that movie start with? His parents getting killed again. We know. 
there's lots of other stuff to talk about with Batman. You've made there's there's 25 other Batman movies. You could have done something different. So that's why Batman versus Superman for me because of Batman is just a little bit lower. Martha. That also really pissed me off. Really? Martha. I mean, that <laughs> Okay. Martha. That was a thing. moment of yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess the reason why I put BVS over mm-hmm. Justice League is A Justice League was too safe. Mm. Uh BVS was at least kind of ambitious. Mm-hmm. I think Wonder Woman fighting Doomsday mm-hmm. is cooler than anything from her movie. That's a really good point. Her actually. intro, you're in right. Was yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, because she was maybe the. To be honest, her intro for me was the best part of of that. Film. Absolutely. Yeah, because you kind of know who she is, but then, and I think that's why I wasn't as thrilled with the Wonder Woman with Wonder Woman standalone film because there was so much promise. Like she was the best thing about Batman versus Superman. And then she was just kind of okay in her own movie. Like, right. oh, okay. Um, it's been yeah. weird seeing them go forwards and then backwards in yeah. regards to their their portrayal of characters. And it's not really working. I think, I mean, I get what they're trying to do. They can't do the same sort of build up as Marvel did because they're a different property, different set of stories. Well, no, they, they mm-hmm. could have done it, but they chose not to. They tried yeah. to rush it, and now they're trying to kind of, Retcon, retcon that, or just, just kind of yeah. save save the ship here, but mm-hmm. it's like it's kind of it's not really working, honestly. No, yeah, it's sinking. Mm, it yeah, with like Aquaman's no, he nothing sinks. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so rank clear. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Suicide Squad is unfortunately the bottom of the barrel. But Jesus again, Christ. if Suicide Squad had come out, in, Suicide Squad is like Venom. If that movie had come out in 1996, it would have been amazing. But it came out. Whenever it came out, uh, two years ago, 2016. Yeah, 2016. Right? I think. Wait, did it? No, it came out last. No. Uh, I don't know. It came out recently, within the last five years. It's been. It came out, and if it had come out, oh, it came out 16. Okay, if it had come out 20 or 25 years ago, that would have been an amazing movie. Mm. But it came out recently, so it wasn't good. Like it's kind of like all yeah. these movies. Mm-hmm. If Man is still came out in 2005. It would be like, mm-hmm. wow, this is like a brand new kind of superhero movie. Yep. All these movies, all these movies feel like they are products of the mid two thousands in story. It now does, the effects yeah. are different, but totally. as far as stories go, yeah, it feels like they pulled the scripts out of vaults somewhere. Yeah, like they just they had been sitting on all these scripts for forever and just had to make them suddenly and didn't want to spend the money to get them updated. Yeah. All right, for the mm-hmm. sake of time. Yeah. Let's go into spoilers. And again, there really aren't. Yeah, there really aren't any spoilers, but at least now we can talk about specific things that annoyed us. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that that sounds better. (laughs) Yeah. This is the what annoyed us section of the show. (coughs) So if you do not want the spoiled, please turn off now. Go watch the movie or don't. Uh, Yeah, or just, yeah. Whatever. Mm -hmm. But we're going to talk about the specific details that you might not already know about. Okay. By the way, mm-hmm. there is only one stinger at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. It is in the mid credits, so do not wait until the, until end, the very end. Like there is nothing there for you. Because I waited until the very end and was furious when I realized I'd been catfished by the credits. Three, two, two, one. one. So the stinger is obviously we knew that Black Manta was not dead. Of course, they only strangled him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he got. You know what? Let's talk about it. The way that he got fucked up at the <laughs> end. I mean, Momo right. fucked him up. Then he fell down uh-huh. down the cliff. Yeah. He got fucked exactly. up. Exactly. And then like he you know, he's just totally fine as he's floating along in his log. They have I mean, like he, a bandage around his eye. I mean, he was pretty much like 
you kind of made an Iron Man suit. I mean, mm-hmm. the way that they just kind of like, oh, he's just a genius for no, you just kind of. Yes, I was talking about that with the friend I saw this with. Like, w- they don't really give you, again, no real character establishment, right? Yeah. Like, there's no reason he should be able to take apart this very advanced Atlantean technology. Yeah. There's no reason for that. He just does. He just did it. Mm-hmm. And then Momoa broke him down. The mm-hmm. way that he fell down that cliff was, yeah. was like, I mean, it was it was almost like Three yeah. Stooges. But totally. Like, three you know, Stooges you comedic. He gets to the bottom <laughs> of the cliff, and I'm like, yeah, he dead. And then I realized, oh, but this is a superhero movie. Yeah, he's, he's not, not dead. dead. Absolutely not. He should be dead, but of course. I mean, nobody's going. That was something interesting about How this How do you film. come back from that? Almost nobody really died in this movie. No, you're right. Yeah. So, I mean, who really died? The, the Fish King? Right. And... Was there somebody else who actually died? I mean, I mean, lots of na- lots of nameless besides the stormtroopers. Yeah. yeah, not like yeah, totally. No, but nobody. Yeah, nobody really died, um, except for the fish king. Yeah, I thought Defoe was going like to get it. Yeah, I thought so. He and didn't. I thought uh, Orm was going to get it. Yeah, and he didn't. Yeah. But they didn't really kill anybody. They were very kind and gentle about that. Oh no, of course, the father of Black Manta, he died. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. After sleeping with Vanessa Williams's cousin. Anyway, um, <laughs> okay, can I start? Please. This was I mean, the worst see. soundtrack that I have ever seen in a movie ever. This was the worst. The, the the score was bad. The soundtrack was bad. When they came up out of the desert and Pitbull was singing the Africa song by Toto, oh, I wanted to Jesus fall through the floor. Christ. Are you kidding me? That was horrible. Also, they tried to use the music to do these character establishing moments, and it did not work. When Aquaman first comes into this. I'm going to rant a little bit. I'm sorry. I already feel myself like Please. gathering spe- steam Please. for this. So when Aquaman first comes into the submarine in his very first action scene in the film, he walks in and he kind of looks and gives a devilishly rakish glance at the camera and you hear this guitar riff. And he's like, ding, I'm a hero. And I thought, really? Permission to board. Please, Yeah, permission to board. Exactly. And I'm like, this can't be a thing. They do the whole movie. And they, they did. did. It was really annoying. Every time somebody did something heroic, they had the her- the hero guitar riff. Every time someone did something villainous, they had the villain guitar riff. When Black Manta, by the way, surely he should just be Manta. I kept calling him Manta Ray because I was like, I'm sure his name is not Black Manta. That's That's not exactly racist, but it's dangerously close. But no, his name actually is Black Manta. Okay, but when he, sorry. Okay, I'm gonna rant. I'm gonna. St- I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop ranting and turn it over to you. No, I'm gonna <laughs> go back to just how mm-hmm. silly some of that, some of these poses were. Yes, I started counting a tally of the hero landings because, oh no. because, <laughs> man, the there very were beginning, so many. the very beginning of the movie, I I tallied. Was it he gave three hero landings in the first fifteen minutes of this movie? Like yeah. he lifted up up the subway. And then he pops up out of the sea and lands. Yeah. Of course. Hero landing. Uh, of course. And I, I saw was, his father. Yeah. Uh, it's like, Jesus Christ, stop. Exactly. Stop it. stop it. Like, you can land on your feet like a regular person. What's wrong with your knee? Anyway, uh, it was, I, I, was, I found myself wishing it was a Marvel film just so that Deadpool could, like, show up and take the mick out of him for all the right. superhero landings. But like Nelson. <laughs> yes, exactly. Also... Black Manta, when he first, when he becomes the Black Manta, he's leaving, he, Michael Beach, who plays his father, who had a very small part, but was a very satisfying yeah, he part. Fine, he was yeah. a great proto-villain. Um, he's, long story short, he's dying. And when Black Manta's climbing up out of the hold where he is slowly dying or quickly dying, whatever, as he realizes that his father has died, he, all of a sudden you hear the mean guitar riff, da 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 
and he makes a mean face and continues to climb. And that is the only character establishing moment that makes him a villain in the whole film. Right. Really. Ugh. To me, it's just, I feel like the writers just feel like we're so stupid that we need all these cues and stuff to feel something. Exactly. Amber Heard also had a little mini riff that was meant to, like they had the romance riff. Whenever she brushed up against Aquaman's burly, manly, tattooed biceps, there'd be like a da-da-da. Like, really? This is not a game of The Sims. We don't need context clues. I mean, come on. <laughs> what are you doing? But wouldn't, wouldn't you feel music if you brushed up against Jason Momoa's arms? I would, and one day I'll tell you what that sounds like. Okay. Ooh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know if I need to hear, hear all that, but... I really did like the opening scene of him in the submarine. Like, he was throwing mm-hmm. around that door shield like Captain America. Yeah, totally. That was really cool. Totally. But I immediately thought, too much power. Just slightly too much power. Because he also, I also knew that it was going to be about him becoming the king of the sea and gaining mm. a level in power. And they started him off way too high. Mm. And I think it just, it was just, again, you kind of watch him and think, why would anybody fight you? Mm, true. Mm-hmm. Speaking of power and whatnot, how did you feel about Mera and Aquaman killing so many Atlanteans? Because I don't know the yeah. I don't know the line between I'm actually a bad person mm-hmm. or I'm following orders. Exactly. And you would expect the character of Mira to understand again, this is just an o- missed opportunity for deeper character development that they could have done but they decided not to. Yeah. The character of Mira is a royal. She's raised to rule. Right. Her father's a big general, so you would expect that she would have some sort of moment of thinking, "Wait, am I killing my people or am I saving my people?" But that never comes up. You know what? I just realized this movie is written like a Star Wars prequel. Where they kind of expect you to already know everything that's going to happen. Like, they're kind of counting on you being such a big fan that you don't really care about the plot. Or that you don't know anything about Mm -hmm. this so much that you don't care about. Yeah, you just want to see what it looks like. Yeah. Which, I mean, fair enough. If that's you, you'll love the film. But I just, I want a little bit more out of my superheroes. We've had, you know, really good films. We had, I just, this is the same year in which we've had Black Panther and Spider-Man into the what is spider uh, into the spider verse and the fact that those two movies came out this year into the spider verse came out a week ago and this is the superhero movie we end 2018 on yeah i'm a little disappointed i was expecting bigger things that's yeah. all oh uh, that's the other thing speaking of superpowers and aquaman th- it wasn't so much that they, he was overly powered although that was a big issue it was also that what is his actual weakness like superman has kryptonite batman has martha um but <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, okay. But, <laughs> but <laughs> what is Aquaman's weakness? We never got that. You know what? You know yeah. what? I didn't. Uh, did I write this down? Mm-hmm. So in the comics, even though he is stronger underwater, mm-hmm. he's still strong on land. But if he's away from water too mm-hmm. long, he mm-hmm. does start to get weak. Oh, and they did, and they had and him they in the were, whole Sahara they Desert. They were in the whole Sahara oh. Desert, and nothing. Happen. I mean, he fell down the hole and mm-hmm. got, you know, he fell yeah. a, a, a long way. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that he, he was weak to was Atlantean steel. Whatever that is. Yeah, exactly. And they never really made a point of that or, like, that had was. him even fight any of that. He didn't really seem to have any weaknesses. And yeah, that there, was didn't no, really there, was, there, were, there were no stakes for him. And there were, again, I kept expecting, there were times when I was like, I wish this was Marvel. Because when they fell into the hole in Egypt, I was like, is Apocalypse going to show up? What's going on? It was just too many weird things going on, man. <laughs> 
um, that trident, mm-hmm. you know, they gave the backstory about mm-hmm. we tried to use the trident's power to advance our, our civilization and, mm-hmm. it, and it sunk us. But that same power allowed us to evolve into fish. I'm yeah. like, what? How? Exactly. What? And you know what, though? The fish people were really cool looking. And that was a point where they was like, the world building here is interesting. They're like whole fish people. And they really want to. And they had that whole line about how they when they go back to the surface, it'll be to educate. Not. And yeah. I was like, that's interesting. Tell me that story. Don't go back to. I don't want to see Aquaman. Tell me about these people. Really a missed opportunity for good world building again. No, th- I just. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been awesome if because you just had a full scale oceanic war mm-hmm. where do you go from here with a solo movie from aquaman right i feel like if they would have started this movie with black manta mm-hmm. maybe about a person who mm-hmm. has his father mm-hmm. and then aquaman you know inadvertently took away yeah. his father and they have that relationship that's the other thing that was cold-blooded the way aquaman just left his father behind like i would be like i'd be a villain too if you did that yeah but because he was so super powered it would have taken him five minutes to rescue the yeah, guy but put the him guy, in jail in the end but the yeah. guy just but he said you killed all these people yeah. why should i fuck with you i mean aquaman yeah, yeah, yeah. this thing superman doesn't kill yeah um i mean wonder woman does not hesitate to kill she will kill that's true that's the thing about the difference between a lot of these villain uh heroes mm-hmm. you know batman has a rule not to kill superman mm-hmm. tries not to kill he pretty mm-hmm. much doesn't kill Mm-hmm. But Wonder Woman gives zero fucks. This is true. Uh, Aquaman, he's pretty, he's mm-hmm. pretty hardcore too. But I mean, I think again though, it, they didn't handle that correctly in the script as far as the character building because he did seem a little bit flip floppy. Like I'm a good guy, but I'm gonna leave this guy to die. And then, but see, be, I, don't, yeah. I don't think mm-hmm. good coincides with not saving someone. Oh, I agree. Like I don't, I don't, have, I don't have to save you, but yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna kill you either. I guess my point is they didn't. I don't think they built his character enough to make that seem like a realistic thing he would do. He almost seemed like he was too dumb to have morals. Not that mm. he was not, not mm. that he was making that kind of great. They definitely should have spent some more time with him. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. I agree with mm-hmm. that. They definitely should have. Uh, speaking of which, before I forget, so one thing I did like is that they changed the origin of the villain, Ocean Master. Which actually worked really well because in the okay, so in both the comics and the film, Ocean, uh, Ocean Master Orm and Aquaman Arthur are brothers. Mm-hmm. They're half brothers, uh, but in the comics, Ocean Master is Arthur's human, fully human half brother. Mm. So it actually makes more sense for him to be his fully Atlantean half brother. Sure. It makes him a much more powerful villain, much more interesting to watch. That was a that was maybe the only really significant improvement over the comics that and the fact that we have ethnic jason momoa aquaman who's very much who's much more fun to look at so yeah it's like how uh ocean master was kind of like a atlantean Aryan. he was and it was patrick wilson who i usually really like in films he doesn't do this kind of film often he really does dark stuff for the most part but uh he was kind of flat, but I, I kind of got it. He was like flat. I said, he served yeah. his purpose. Yeah, exactly. He, he did what a, he needed to do. He was a do. good opposite to Jason yeah. Momoa. And I kind of liked his weird little French braid at the back of his yeah, head. It was, yeah, it was yeah little, and the fact that every time he got hit, it like blew out of his hair. That was kind of <laughs> interesting. <laughs> He's kind of anime in that way. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's just so much with this film to talk about in terms of just nitpicking. And I have to be honest, I really did a lot of nitpicking. But oh, the CG. Okay. Visually, it was really arresting, but a lot of the human CG, in my opinion, didn't quite lit, didn't quite hit 
uh, Tamora Morrison plays Aquaman's father. Mm-hmm. He's the very famous New Zealand Maori actor who also is known for being Boba Fett and Jake the Muss, if you go way back and have yeah. seen Once for Warriors. Um, but in the beginning, so in the beginning, so he and Nicole Kidman play Aquaman's parents. In the beginning, they're quite young. Uh, and they use CG to de-age them. And it works really well on some characters. Uh, Willem Dafoe's in this film also, and he does a really good job, in my opinion. So it works really well on Nicole Kidman and Willem Dafoe, the de-aging CGI. But it does not work well at all <laughs> on Tamora Morrison. You think so? so? I, I thought it was fine. I, well, I think because I know what he looked like when he was young, mm. and it didn't look like that at all. I thought he was, what's that uh, white actor? Jerry O'Connell in the first scene. I was like, is Jerry O'Connell playing Arthur playing Arthur Curry's dad? And then they show him in the light, and I'm like, is that supposed to be Tamora Morrison? What? I thought he looked weird that and plastically. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was fine with that. Yeah. Uh, for going back to the flashbacks, I thought teenage Arthur. He mm-hmm. had a line that was like, "What?" I'm trying to <laughs> let, me, let me find my notes here. Cause oh no, you got to go to the notes. This is bad. <laughs> Because it's, it's when Willem Dafoe's character, was it Volko? Yeah. Uh, he he told Arthur that his mom was sacrificed. Yeah. And I'm trying to find the quote because it really made me cringe. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was saying, are you saying they executed her because of me? Yeah, and he was very weirdly, sincerely s- teenage boy about it. Yeah, like, and it was some uh, weird like little angsty like it was like he was trying mm-hmm. to to be re- he was really yeah. trying to emote mm-hmm. but it just wasn't yeah like he made the anguish face and they played the hero music like yes da, 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 and yeah oh so we were supposed to get it, and it that was yeah. flat a lot of the jokes were flat and a lot of the mm-hmm. whole like what was it uh at the very end of the movie when he was trying to get the trident they were like what's better than a king a hero <laughs> oh, oh okay speaking of which at that What's better than a king a hero? Didn't that happen on the island where they read? This is a spoiler section where you can say it. So Aquaman's mom isn't dead. They're not going to cast Nicole Kidman just to have her de-aged in the first five minutes of the movie. I mean, like, obviously, the minute that you see her die, quote unquote, you realize that she's not dead. She's going to be somewhere. Well, she even dies. She just swam away. So it's <laughs> exactly. If you're not going to show her be yeah. executed, then she's not executed. Exactly. Then, of course, she's not dead. I mean, you don't cast Nicole Kidman to not have her as her in her present age in a movie. And... Um, and I think, um, I think they said it so many times mm-hmm. that they killed her. They killed her. They killed her. They, they yeah, said exactly. it so many times exactly. that there's literally no way that that's the case. They it, kept trying course. to remind you that that's his motivation because you, you killed her, right? Uh, you yeah. killed her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Don't you, forget your mom is dead. You got to fight showed, me. Yeah, you whatever. showed her no mercy, so I'll show yeah. him no mercy. Like, yeah, it was just ridiculous. You just so you coming. know she's alive. I knew it was coming didn't bother me so much okay fine it's a very standard trope it's a very standard story beat we can work with that if you do it right it works fine but here's my issue she rescues them from wherever the vortex or wherever that she pulls them out of and uh she's living on an island with dinosaurs yeah and they don't acknowledge or explain this at all she is just the raptor lady and they're in the core the core of the earth exactly they're somehow that that's fine exactly they're in the core of the earth living with dinosaurs they never acknowledge this is a callback to the comics i don't know that comic series very well this is in the comics but they don't acknowledge it or explain it she's just chilling with raptors and then they go back to the regular world what before we go back to that i want to go to what's it called the uh the kingdom of the trench that ah, scene was yeah. awesome. It was, yeah. Uh, you saw a bit of it in the trailer when Momoa has a flare and he's going underwater and it's lit up and they're like like these m- 
nuke countless little creatures coming after him. The way they set that up, mm-hmm. they were just in the boat relaxing and chilling. All of a sudden, she kind of she kind of turns casually, mm-hmm. and there's just a creature just just right there at the edge of the boat. And yeah. I was like, oh 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 yeah, yeah you could tell. That that was when I remembered it was the guy who did the who did Saw and the Conjuring. Yes. Like, like, oh, that is a horror moment there. That was really well done. Because I was taking notes, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I just casually look up and like, oh, oh, shit. Right. And it just got crazy from there, and they, they got into into the boat, mm-hmm. and they're trying to get in. He finally gets to the place. I'm like, oh, man, okay, they're safe. Mm-hmm. Then they fly out and go under the water. That whole scene of them going through the water, and those things are kind of around them. Yeah, with the flare, that was really well done. I would have loved to see that. I've seen that in IMAX. It would have mm-hmm. been really cool to see. Mm-hmm. But then when they get to that vortex, they're like, that thing will tear us apart. We have no choice. Like, you just got there. This is This is literally both parties first time going to that area so you really don't know what else is around there how do you know that that's the place that you need to go to right and they just go through it with no plan no idea that it really could tear them apart and Mm -hmm. it's in the movie Mm -hmm. exactly it was so that part was really rushed yeah they go in there yeah it's just like yeah i agree i agree and then let's not forget that when we get to the last battle it suddenly changes from aquaman to underwater starship troopers why star wars yeah yeah it was just really I don't know. The last, the final battle was completely chaotic and a total letdown to me. Uh, it was really hard to, tra- to keep track of, and nobody was important in it. You just no. kind of knew Aqua, who suddenly could CG. swim through fire for some reason. Uh, I'm very curious yeah. about why they chose to ride on animals when mm-hmm. it seems that they can fly like Superman through the water themselves, and yeah. they don't get tired. It's not like we exactly. ride these things because we get tired. Yeah, it's literally I'm flying through the water at like crazy crazy yeah. knots yeah and but i'm riding a shark that mm-hmm. the sharks the turtles whatever they mm-hmm. r- they rode on they never seemed like they were faster ever. exactly or even more capable of more because they have underwater laser guns what do you need a shark for yeah um and, yeah. and you can like they're riding you mean you have to hold on to an animal mm-hmm. so you have to have at least one hand while you shoot exactly. whereas literally you, you can swim you can you're not even like swimming using your hands or your feet you're just mm-hmm. flying literally through the it's like a squid yeah. just jet jetting through the water right. mm-hmm. it, 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 it never seemed to be a reason was, to have these animals yeah there was definitely the question of um how intelligent are these animals because okay in the comics some of the animals are like his animal friends they're intelligent he's got like a sidekick and so on and so right, forth. Right, like right. different animal sidekicks but were these so were these just beasts of burden or were they actually there's there is a shot uh, where they have an octopus playing the drums, and I'm like, is that <laughs> what? What? Speaking of which, okay. they had to get an octopus to play the drums, and I, I'm very concerned about the fact that we have, you know, uh, an ethnic Aquaman. He's half Samoan or whatever he is, uh, half Samoan, right? I think. Um, no, he's Dothraki. I don't know. <laughs> but the, um, but underwater was very white. Well, and okay, yeah. mm-hmm. I gave that a pass because mm-hmm. if you're that deep underwater and you don't see the sun, mm-hmm. are you going to really evolve to right, evolve? But are you are you going to adapt to have melanin in um, your skin? There okay, was an Asian. Okay. There was like one, there was Asian. one Asian. Yeah, I'm like there's one Asian guy. But listen, we are talking about an underwater with underwater laser guns, lava monsters, fish people. You can have a black person or another Pacific Islander. I, I agree with you. It's, to <laughs> me, it's either all mm-hmm. or nothing. Yeah, it's either going to be all white because mm-hmm. you've sunk to the bottom of the sea mm-hmm. and you don't have mm-hmm. a reason to develop melanin in your skin, mm-hmm. or be diverse because mm-hmm. if you're going to have that one Chinese person yeah. just just to attract the Chinese audience, because that's what right. a lot of these a movies lot of do is, now, yeah. mm-hmm. 
then go out and have everyone now exactly. because this is exactly. this is silly. And there was one random black guy in the in the crowd shots, but other than that, it was kind of like this is a very white vision of underwater. Which brings me to my next point, which I, for which I will I will shut up. You're, you're either um, white or you're or you're a fish person. Yeah, that's, right. That's, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like pick one. Right. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that okay, so the the underlying metaphor, the message, the the, the more you know, the after school special part of this particular film is that uh, if you are bi, it's kind of this whole idea of you know Aquaman is biracial. He's biracial in a very special way. He's half human and half Atlantean, and he's a part of both worlds and neither world at the same time, and that's his central conflict. But there was a point when I stopped and thought: Is the message of this movie that if you are biracial, white people will accept you if you punch your way into loving the whitest woman underwater? Wait a minute, what is going on? Like I was very like suddenly I kind of caught the subtext and thought maybe that's not what they're trying to say, but this it does not look good. The optics aren't good. Can I talk about uh, that romance? Please, please. When we first see her, mm -hmm. she comes out the water in skin tight tights mm -hmm. with her cleavage all out. Yeah, totally. And Alchemy was totally like, oh yeah, whatever. I'm I'm gone. Was and she then, in Justice League? Because they yeah they, yeah because they made it sound like she was. I don't remember Justice League that well. I no, think she, she was in it. No, but yeah, yeah. yeah, she was mm -hmm. in it. Okay. So she shows up. He's like, yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then when they're going through Italy and she's mm -hmm. looking at flowers, he's mm -hmm. like, oh wow, she's she's kind of cute. And I'm like, how did you with her really bad red wig that magically changed lengths from when it was wet to when it was dry? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, when it was wet, it was like shoulder length, and when it was dry, it was like boob length. And I'm like, that's not how hair works, well, especially that's, that's curly a good point. hair. That's a good point. Yeah, I just if it was like a she's all that when she if she was like some. Glasses wearing librarian who's mm -hmm. kind of like, yeah, whatever, you're just, just a, because she said she was, uh, she has diplomatic clearance. If mm -hmm. she was like some, like, you know, mm -hmm. conservative dressed, like, mm -hmm. glasses wearing, like, whatever woman, and he just didn't see it, mm -hmm. and then she popped out in the swimming suit mm -hmm. at the end or in the middle, like, mm -hmm. oh, she's actually really gorgeous. It was like, there was nothing about, his turn to like her yeah that made sense to me yeah because she was just hanging around making fun of him like there was no real development of the relationship except for that they were just close to each other yeah. like in proximity to each other for and that's a lot literally of what movie. happened yeah he had his shirt off most of the movie mm -hmm. and then she wasn't even looking at him like that and then mm -hmm. she i was no sorry about you. <laughs> but he you know they like bump into each other and say oh he's big uh how do you not know that right he's exactly. literally on display all, all the, the time, time. Exactly. all the time exactly he's running around half naked underwater and you just now notice yeah that that was silly to me it was and then just and I then that know. that like mm -hmm. cliched kiss amidst amongst the explosions at the end that was when i really got to wrap it up on Ooh. i was like we don't have time oh, for this awful. we don't have time for this literally everything is blowing up stop kissing and fight somebody kiss at the end and it was and it was overtly long too it was it was mm -hmm. longer than it needed to be she had her leg all up i'm like you don't have time oh for that's this. right her leg was literally like right <laughs> yeah, in his leg oh exactly. oh i forgot about it's that. like what are you doing I will say I did like her costume design for the jellyfish dress that she wore. That was dope. That was really cool. Was it, was it like jellyfish or like octopus? Like it, it was, was like a whatever it was. It was like a really like a sea creature. But it like had it tentacles. Was really cool. It yeah. was really cool. Mm -hmm. It almost felt like um, some of the costumes in Atlanta, mm -hmm. Atlantis felt like uh, the Hunger Games, yeah. where they had that kind of like really creative. Uh, mm -hmm. Was it in, in that in that district? You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of futuristic, but not really. Yeah. It was interesting. It was yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that romance was bad. And also, I have to say, every time that she like something would happen and she'd like jump up looking tough with her like one hundred pound stringy stringy haired self, like wet stringy hair in terms of stringy she is hair. She's dense. She's an Atlantean. Yeah, totally. But she'd like jump up, and she, I would just think, what is she gonna do, really? And I kept thinking that. Like I think I said the words, "What is X 
Gondu about 700 times during this film because every time something big happens, somebody would jump up all big and bad. And I'm like, really? What are you going to do? <laughs> I'm going to finish the show with, with two things. Okay. Um, one thing, you talk about James Wan as a horror director. There were parts of the movie, and it's like in horror movies, when things get quiet or when you think there's a time to pause, all of a sudden something pops up. In this movie, you know, uh, once the characters get to point A or the point B and they found what they're looking for or they're talking or kind of getting uh, getting to know each other, just, just for a, a second, mm-hmm. there's an explosion and they're attacked. They're mm-hmm. being tracked. They're, they're in the Sahara Desert. And then, oh, we found it. Oh, great. We found the bottle. And then all of a sudden, boom, goons pop yeah, in. Yeah. Oh, you're being tracked. You know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, we found it. Ah, that's so great. Boom, explosion. Here's, here's yeah. Black Manta. Every time I feel like there was just a quiet moment, attack. Mm. E- even the beginning of the movie with, with Nicole Kidman and uh, Tamara, Tamara Morrison. Morrison's character, mm-hmm. right? They're just chilling out. She's telling them a story. And, and this is where the trident, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, boom. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so, you know, it it was almost Did like clockwork. If you watch the movie mm-hmm. and or you've already watched it or you're going to watch it, just check your watch or just, like, make a tally. Every time it gets quiet, there's going to be an explosion really soon after that. That's an interesting observation, yeah. I, had, I, did, I did think that the action really kept going pretty well, but I didn't think of it in those terms. You're right, yeah. It was never boring. True. But... It was just it was overload. It, um, yeah, it was maddening at times, but never boring. You're right. Mm-hmm. Last thing before we head out of here, how do you feel about his suit at the end? Um. Uh, okay, before we talk about the suit at the end, really quickly, I did think it was very funny that he was like down there challenging the beast of the depths and retrieving the trident of the ages or whatever it was, the salad fork of destiny, retrieving that in his street clothes. Like you really just going to fight this monster in your cargoes in a thermal. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you're at the bottom of the ocean. Take your shirt off. Why not? Um, but as far as his suit at the end, I, it fit in well with the aesthetic of everything else, but it also wasn't particularly impressive given how, big the visuals were up to that point they were trying to do a callback a very subtle callback to his comic book outfit which is great but it just wasn't they didn't emphasize it enough for me because everybody else looked way better than him well it was atlant suit so i mean Mm -hmm. they it was kind of set up Mm -hmm. like you get you get you inherit the suit of you know of the king of the original Mm -hmm. king of atlantis but honestly the jury saw for me i didn't love it Mm -hmm. i don't think i hate it yeah I feel like if it was um, the bl- uh, like the blonde character from the comic books, it kind of looks better. Yeah, it but goes because better with that. Yeah, yeah, be- mm-hmm. because he's this uh, Pacific Islander with, mm-hmm. with this long kind of stringy hair all the time. Mm. Seeing it on him doesn't do it for me. Yeah, they. It's a contrast. Yeah, because they went through all the trouble of like redesigning almost everything else visual about him because he is a Pacific Islander and because he's got the tattoos and the height and the the, the size yeah. to really have a different look than the Aquaman we're used to from the comics. Yeah. Um. They they could have done something different with they could because I mean they made so many callbacks to ethnicity like subtle kind of visual calls to his ethnicity and to like that kind of. For lack of a better word, tribal look. I don't think that's the right way to say it. I'm not sure. I mean, it is kind of. Those mm-hmm. tattoos are definitely tribal tattoos, okay. right? Um, uh, I'll take your yeah. word for it. Um, well, y- please don't uh, don't at me. Not about that anyway. Um, <laughs> so uh, they really did such a good job with that in terms of the character look. Up to that point, he was kind of like this you know, Pacific Islander frat bro kind of guy. 
Aqua and then Bro. yeah, Aqua Bro, yeah. And then they didn't do anything new with the, with the suit. With the suit, it was and just, it's such yeah. a contrast mm-hmm. to what he was wearing. He was wearing dark the whole time. Exactly. Then all of a sudden he comes out in this shiny gold scales. Right. That and he did comments on it like, yeah. like he didn't even say like, oh, I could get used to this or. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it's weird, or, or even Mayor is like, it looks good on you. Like nothing, no, yeah. no one commented. It was yeah, just nobody let's, acknowledged let's just take it. Yeah, it. Exactly, nobody acknowledged it, it, and it was just sort of there. Um, and it didn't really coordinate with anything else going on visually, and it was distracting because at the end everything was just dark and chaotic with a few bright spots. And he, they really needed to up the the costume if they were going to do that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, uh. I think that's the. Is that the last DC movie? Do they have anything else on the slate? Because I know they canceled the Flash. So, I believe Shazam is coming out. Oh, that's next right. April. I forgot about Shazam. Yeah, next April. That actually looks quite good. I don't know anything about that character, but the trailer was funny. I mean, I like Captain Marvel's character. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, this is the thing. DC almost always makes good trailers. Ah, good point. <laughs> Every like when I saw the Man of Steel trailer, and I'm I still get goosebumps watching that trailer sometimes because it shows. Him walking around, like in you know, the very first part of that movie, and mm. he's just wandering. Mm-hmm. And then it shows him getting a suit and like flying for the first time. Mm-hmm. And then it ends with him punching Zod. Mm-hmm. Like you really imagine a super a Superman movie would look like. I really thought it was going to be something really special. I really thought Man of Steel was going to be great. Right. Uh, BVS. Actually, from the very beginning, I wasn't really on board with that. Do you bleed? Yeah, whatever. But Suicide <sighs> Squad, thought I yeah. thought, okay, this is gonna be cool. I thought so too. It's gonna be yeah. cool. Yeah. No. I just don't think we were the target audience for it, really. I think it was aimed to much younger people. Justice League yeah. actually mm-hmm. didn't really wow me either, to be honest. Uh, Wonder Woman yeah. looked, you know, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Aquaman looked like, to me, was a very much a we'll see what happens kind of trailer to yeah, me too. And I think what's interesting is that the reviews for Aquaman before the release were all so positive. Yeah. Y'all are liars. liars. What were you doing? That's not, oh, that was frustrating. I, miss, I really had high expectations because of that. I'm just tired of the hyperbole of it's either trash or it's the best thing in the world. Right. Just A movie can it's, be it's okay and people will still go see it. I right. mean, I was going to see it because it was Aquaman anyway. You didn't have to lie to me. Well, I was, I'm only seeing this because of the show, to be honest. Oh, really? DC <laughs> has failed me so many times. Uh, I'm just not enough. really giving them. Yeah, so, okay, so Shazam time. is coming out, but are there any other DC movies on the slate or are they kind of so slowly giving up? Shazam comes out in April and then the Joker standalone film comes out in oh, October. I, next I forgot October. about that. Yeah, yeah. I. Not really here for that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, provided the show is still going on, I'll, sh- I'll go see Shazam. Mm. But I'll go see sh- Shazam because it looks interesting. But yeah, Joker, I don't know. I mean, I'm just really, honestly, I feel like after Avengers Endgame, I would be okay if the superhero genre went away for a minute and came back when it was consistently good again. I as much, And I say that as a person who love, obviously loves superheroes and superhero movies, but I feel like they either need to start diversifying and make superhero movies with different genres well. Like, make a horror superhero movie that's really good. Make a romance superhero movie that's really good. Make a good action film, which they did with Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Make superhero movies that are in different genres that are really good. Uh, or just g- stop for a minute and let the the source material build back up so you have more to make stuff off of. Mm. I don't know. That's just me, though. Well, I mean, we're already seeing diversity with, you know, the next Spider-Verse movie is going to be with the 
all ladies. True. So yeah. I think I think things are going in, in an interesting interesting direction. We'll true. See. True. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm whatever Marvel wants to do in Marvel we trust. I'm yeah. Marvel definitely. Y'all, yeah. y'all got it. Y'all this, got it. Yeah. This whole like Marvel versus DC thing is like the old school Prince versus Michael Jackson. No. Thing. No. No. Prince no. No. Don't you. Prince one. Don't you dare <laughs> compare DC to Michael Jackson. Okay. You're right. It's not quite that bad. No. But I'm just saying Marvel one. Prince no. one. Okay. Yeah. DC's not the. Ma- yeah. No. You're right. That was out of line of me. Um, who's the, the Michael Jordan versus Larry Bird? No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, okay, sorry. <laughs> no, this. I remember when Civil War came out, mm-hmm. and there were there was you were either a BVS person or Civil War person, and there was it was this huge, mm. huge rivalry, and everyone thought that they were right. And then Su- Suicide Squad came out, and those numbers started to drop. And then when Justice League came out, it was over. Mm-hmm. It's over. Yeah, it is. DC fans know it's over. Right. I know. I know. There's this movie is going to be very polarizing. Mm-hmm. I know there are going to be a lot of young folks who are going to love this movie. True. And even some folks maybe around our age who may like this movie, but mm-hmm. I think overall. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I mean, when you could again, if you only watch DC movies, this one's actually not bad. But if you are into superhero movies, all around, eh, meh. All right. This concludes our review of Aquaman. If you want to follow us on Facebook, we are at Blurred Up, B-L-E-R-D-U-P. Also on Twitter at B-L-E-R-D-U. And on Instagram, B-L-E-R-D period U-P. Thank you all very much for listening. Peace. Take care. Peace. So the stinger is obviously we knew that Black Manta was not dead. Of course, they only strangled him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he got. You know what? Let's talk about it. the way that he got fucked up at the <laughs> end. I mean, Momo right. fucked him up. Then he fell down uh-huh. down the cliff. He yeah, got fucked exactly. up exactly. And then like he, you know, he's just totally fine as he's floating along in his log. They have I mean, like he, a bandage around his eye. And I mean, he was pretty much like. Thumb. He kind of made an Iron Man suit. I mean, mm-hmm. the way that they just kind of like, oh, he's just a genius for no. You just kind of. Yes, I was talking about that with the friend I saw this with. Like, they don't really give you again no real character establishment, right? Yeah. Like, there's no reason he should be able to take apart this very advanced Atlantean technology. Yeah. There's no reason for that. He just does. He just did it. Mm-hmm. And then Momoa broke him down. The mm-hmm. way that he fell down that cliff was, yeah. was like, I mean, it was it was almost like Three yeah. Stooges. But totally. Like, three you know, Stooges you comedic. He gets to the bottom <laughs> of the cliff, and I'm like, yeah, he dead. And then I realized, oh, but this is a superhero movie. Yeah, he's, he's not, not dead. dead. Absolutely not. He should be dead, but of course. I mean, nobody's going. That was something interesting about How this How do you film. come back from that? Almost nobody really died in this movie. No, you're right. Yeah. So, I mean, who really died? The The Fish King? Right. And was there somebody else who actually died? I mean, I mean, lots, besides of, na- the, lots of nameless, besides the stormtroopers. Yeah. yeah, not like, yeah, totally. No, but nobody. Yeah, nobody really died. Um, except for the fish king. Yeah, I thought Defoe was going like to get it. Yeah, I thought so. He and didn't. I thought uh, Orm was going to get it. Yeah, and he didn't. Yeah. But they didn't really kill anybody. They were very kind and gentle about that. Oh, no. Uh, of course, the father of Black Manta, he died. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm hmm. After sleeping with Vanessa Williams' cousin. Anyway. um. (laughs)